gentlemen welcome back into another episode of the charm city sports podcast i'm your host jay hollihan back here on the saturday evening previewing the most important game in um the ravens last since the super bowl over san francisco this is the biggest game all eyes are on the ravens they are the only team for the first time since that super bowl game that and in the game coming up tomorrow of course this is the only game where all eyes are on them as the um you know uh AFC team they're not the lone AFC team of course but in terms of the importance of what they have in store for them tomorrow Marlon Humphrey's going to be back we'll talk about the injury report coming up um it's going to be such a ridiculous um spectacle at m&t bank stadium i'm expecting it to be uh really exciting um and hopefully it's gonna end with a trip to las vegas and a shot to play in the super bowl this is what i mean you you go through at training camp this is everything that the you know coaching staff has been preaching about this is what everything um you know that all the hype has been coming up and all the big games the ravens have played it has led to this moment it's why you re-signed lamar jackson to that big contract in the offseason it's why you know you went out and you got an odell beckham jr um why you went out and you know got some of these other pieces to um to pair with Lamar Jackson on the offensive side this is for everything everything is on the line tomorrow and we have got to get it done like i mean the the Lamar Jackson you know um critics of course was he couldn't win a playoff game and he was able to prove them wrong now and i mean able to against the houston texans in dominant fashion last week against a team that has a pretty damn good defense in their own right and to be able to do what he did was just awesome now we gotta hope that they'll be able to follow it up with a win tomorrow against the kansas city chiefs the team that you know has for the first time since um going back to geez 2015 is it 2015 was the last time the kansas city chiefs in my memory played a road game in the playoffs and they were able to get the win um so patrick mahomes was able to shut down some haters in his own right you know he's going to be coming out ready to go you know what you're going to get i mean this is a chiefs team that i mean is going to get calls 
They're going to get calls. They're going to make plays. It's about how are we going to be able to be headstrong to combat that. That's what we need to have, and I think we've got the veterans on this team. It's like I said. It's why you went out and got an Odell Beckham Jr., why you signed a Jadavion Clowney, why you brought in a Kyle Van Noy, guys that bring in a championship pedigree with them. That's what we're hoping we see tomorrow. Um, it's got to happen with, and it's got to start with, the offense. The offensive line's got to be there. This is a Chiefs defense that gets after it. Um, you saw them against Buffalo, and, and at times they were able to create pressure against Josh Allen. But at the same time, you saw where Josh Allen could make them play with his legs. I'd like to see that same that same thing be the case with um, Lamar Jackson tomorrow. I thought he was hesitant against Houston in that first half. No, he's got to be ready to go right away. We know he gave a fiery speech in the locker room that got the guys rallied around. You saw how they came out. You saw during that game last week. If things were going wrong, he was getting after guys. That's a that is a champion mindset right there. I love seeing that out of Lamar Jackson. Something I don't think we've really seen too much him over the years really get after guys. You know, we don't necessarily see that on the sideline. We saw it last week. I'd love to see that more this upcoming week. Need to see them set the tempo on the ground early. We saw that a little bit last week um with buffalo where they tried getting james cook going and at times it worked at times it didn't and then they just relied on josh allen's arm which unfortunately could not get them the job done this time for this game tomorrow the ravens are going to have to do that against kansas city they're going to have to get gus edwards going early establish at the line of scrimmage get things going there and then you know let lamar read the defense and pick kansas city apart the best he can He's going to need to have time. Ronnie Stanley's going to have to have a much better game than what he did against Houston last week. Um, I mean, if I'm Kansas City, I'm putting my best defensive end on him because I'd want to see if um, you know he'll be able to stone whoever, if it's George Karloftis. I mean, I would just probably assume they're going to be rushing their best pass rusher off the edge at Ronnie Stanley because I just think that's just that would be my mindset I know because Stanley struggled I mean he did not have a great game he was better in the second half but as a whole it was not um, necessarily pretty um, for uh, Kansas City and George Karloftis I feel like he's been their most impactful um, edge rusher throughout the playoffs so I have a feeling we'll see uh, a healthy dose of him. Obviously, Chris Jones as well. I'm sure we'll be trying to get through, but ultimately I think you're going to see Carl Loftus. I would expect to see a spy on Lamar, perhaps with Drew Tranquil. I mean, maybe one of their most athletic linebackers and someone that I think could spy Lamar. If that's the case, though, we're going to have to be able to hit them um, you know, with some RPO action and try and fool that Kansas City defense. And I'd love to see us get things going to the outside. It's going to be really, really tough going up against this Kansas City defense. I think their cornerbacks, um, Trent McDuffie, I think he's had a solid season this year from what I mean, I've mean, i seen mainly throughout the playoffs thus far. I thought he's been um, you know, pretty darn good holding his own. Legereus Sneed as well, obviously one of um, the their best cornerbacks, and obviously I think 
um, one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the game, but has played uh, really well this season. I think you're gonna you're, you're gonna see him matched up one on one out there, perhaps um, you know going up against maybe Zay Flowers, or or we'll see if he if he moves around, maybe going um, going and covering Rashad Bateman. But I would expect maybe Zay Flowers to be the guy he's going to be marking. Maybe an OBJ, but I don't know. They may want him against our our best weapon offensively, and that's Zay Flowers. But but. It appears Mark Andrews is going to be good to go for tomorrow's game. I believe that he is, and I think that the, I mean I want to. I don't know who it was that said that he was going to be done for the rest of the year a few um, a few weeks ago when he was injured against Cincinnati. But apologies again. I think I spoke about this for jumping the gun on that, but I, I just. I mean, it's what everyone was saying. I just kind of went with it, and unfortunately, I was wrong. I feel like a moron for it, but it pisses me off because, you know, I felt like I gave some people some false false hope. I mean, or false, um, not hope, but false, uh, maybe false hope, depending upon who we were playing that, you know, the rest of the season, but some false hope in terms of, oh, I guess it's going to be Isaiah Likely, and Obviously, no, it wasn't. Um, or coming into this AFC Championship game, it's probably going to be Mark Andrews. I'm not seeing anything official, but full participant in practice all week. I'm assuming he's going to be good to go. That's the case. Like I mentioned, you know, in terms of who they're going to mark with him, I wonder if they're going to bring Mike Edwards down in the box. I wonder if Willie Gay is going to be covering him. You know, maybe maybe a Justin Reed. Like I'm just trying to rack my brain around who could be guarding. And going one-on-one with Mark Andrews, who's probably going to be, and I'm sure it's going to be a little rusty early, but he's going to need to have a factor. So enough offense. Let's talk defense. I've been saying it all week. I've been talking to my dad about it. We've been kind of going back and forth. How do the Ravens stop Patrick Mahomes? Or at least how do they like minimize him? Because you're not going to, I mean, like I said, he's going to make plays. It's the most, I, I hate playing against him because it's so frustrating because you think he got him like five times over but it's like you know back in the day with Ben Roethlisberger you thought you had him and then he would escape and make a play but with more athleticism is Patrick Mahomes a more of a threat to run so right now obviously with that being the case you got to counter that with a spy either Roquan Smith or Patrick Queen is going to need to have the best, um, you know, the game of their life in terms of blitzing, in terms of spying him, in terms of making sure, all right, 1-5 comes close to the line of scrimmage, you're going after him. It's balls to the wall. You're getting after him. And when you get him, wrap him up. Because he always anticipates what's happening before it happens. And I mean, like, I think a lot of the times... For the Ravens, and if this does happen, like, listen, if you're going to be concerned about if they're going to throw roughing the passer on you for hitting him, hit him. Like, it doesn't matter. It can go to wherever. Like, I'm not saying, like, lead in with your helmet, but wrap him up. Too many times I feel like guys are nervous to put their body weight on him or to, like, you know, really spin him down to the ground and try and drop him because they're nervous that they're going to get a roughing the passer call and they're going to be penalized. Just get him. 
it, worst comes to worst, I mean, it's the AFC Championship game. If there's a shot at the Super Bowl on the line and something happens to where it could have affected the game, that might be a decision where the NFLPA and the league's going to have to do something. And you know, John Harbaugh, they're going to be lobbying for it. If I'm just, you know, completely giving you a hypothetical, but I'm telling you, it happens every single time. It probably happened five times in that Buffalo game where it's like, you want to hit them. You think, I mean, defensive players are going to go against any other quarterback. They're going in 100% trying to clean his clock. Against Mahomes, I feel like there's something different where guys are a little more concerned because of they're going to get called for roughing the passer. So with that being the case, you got to be able to say to yourself, all right, I can't allow you know something that the ref's going to call affect my mojo, affect how I'm going to go about this guy. Get after him, put him on his butt. I mean, seriously, he's, you know, next up, obviously, as the heir to Brady, but we got to make sure his Super Bowl, um, you know, uh, streak or existence or whatever doesn't last another season because we got to make sure that tomorrow that's not going to happen. And he's it's going to be said next year, Mahomes has made it three out of the last five years, not four out of the last five. Because, I mean, listen, six straight trips to the AFC Championship game, he's ready for this moment. He's prepared for it. I'm sure that team's ready for it. They're coached well, obviously, under Andy Reid. This is, um, we'll get into that in a little bit with how familiar these two are with John Harbaugh and Andy Reid, of course. But, um, you know, they're going to be ready for it. The Ravens, it's, we're the question mark. I mean, like, you know, us and the Lions. Everyone knows that, you know, the Chiefs and the Niners, they've got the experience. What are we going to do? We've obviously played some of our best ball against some of the best teams, but don't get complacent or rely on that when you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure Roquan Smith's going to have that defense ready to go. They're going to have Marlon Humphrey back 100%. Um, Brandon Stevens and Ronald Darby did a great job last week. That back uh, seven did as well. Um, everyone. You know, I would say uh, the safeties, Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams did an amazing job. Want to see that obviously continuing next week um, or this upcoming week, obviously, tomorrow. And if we can just, like I said, for 60 minutes, play the style of football that championship teams play, we will be there at the end with this team. We're favored by three, but when you're against Kansas City, I don't give a crap what the spread is. It doesn't matter. You're the underdog going into it when you're against him. Because, um, and you heard me talk about it, they're going to get calls and he's going to make plays. Like, that's a given going into this game. The only thing that's not a given is how are you going to react? And that's going to be my biggest um, question to the Ravens. How will they react? When something happens, you saw it happen last week against Houston. Houston made plays. We went into the break. It was unsure of what would happen. And boom, we outscored them. We gave them a big donut in the second half. 24 zip, we outscored them. We need to see that again this week. Not that same extent, but when something happens, we got to be able to counter it. Kansas City is going to be without Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. Um, they had Willie Gay on the uh, being questionable. Um, I mean, I'm not sure exactly. 
you know, his status here uh, looks like he did not practice Friday, so he might not be playing. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday, so there is a chance. Sneed was even limited in practice throughout the week, so maybe, you know, the um, the Ravens can get a a uh, an unhealthy Legereus Sneed, and maybe that can give us um, a, a big chance at this one of moving the ball down the field consistently against these guys. Going to need Lamar Jackson's leg, legs. Uh, Going to need um, his arm. You know, he's got to be able to put a better ball out there. Last week was good, but this week's got to be even better. He's the MVP. He's got to go out there and prove the nation why tomorrow. And it's got to start, um, you know, from that first drive. And hopefully, you know, we got it done. And we're going to be heading to Las Vegas. This is the most anticipated game of the year, obviously. And this is, of course... Not the last time I want to be on here do, doing a uh, game preview the Saturday before a big game um, this season. So love to be able to uh, to come back tomorrow night and recap this with a big smile on my face and not uh, not with a frown and be upset. Tomorrow's kickoff at three o'clock. Uh, it's going to be on CBS. You're going to hear a lot of Tony Romo, who's going to be, I'm sure, pulling for the Chiefs as hard as he can. Um, obviously that's going to be the case and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be, uh, not too thrilled with that on social media, but, um, going to be, uh, hopefully going to be a good one and one that we're going to be remembering for a while. Last time the Ravens had an opportunity to, you know, go to the Super Bowl at home. If you can't remember it, that's because it's never happened. The first time the Ravens are going to be hosting the AFC championship game. Like this is huge for the city. Ed Reed, I'm sure Ray Lewis are going to be there. A lot of that 2012 team. Maybe even Joe Flacco makes an appearance. That would be funny, wouldn't it? Um, it'd be really cool to see those guys as well. Talking about Andy Reed and John Harbaugh, um, real quick, you know, John Harbaugh obviously was there with Andy in Philly back when Andy started off with the Eagles and he was a special teams coach. Um, as was uh, Spags, who's the Steve Spagnolia, the Chiefs defensive coordinator. So these are two, you know, three coaches that are very familiar with each other and what they want to do. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how that goes. And in their head-to-head meetings between Harbaugh and Andy Reid, um, I think we're pretty much knotted up um, with with Andy. Uh, the first one, of course, was the. Uh, game where Ed Reed sent the set the uh, pick uh, interceptions yards record with the 108 yard pick six he had against the Eagles and blew them out. And since then, every game's been pretty much down to the wire between the Eagles um, and Chiefs and the Ravens. So I mean, it's been uh, it's been good. Hopefully, this is going to be another uh, another great battle. Sure, it's not Mike Tomlin and the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. But you got to feel a lot of juice, and it's not Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the AFC Championship game those years. But there's a lot of juice heading into it. Obviously, this is for the Super Bowl. This is, you know, for a chance at everything, and another, another um, tremendous chapter to be written in, or just another page of that chapter to be written in playoff history for the Baltimore Ravens. But like I said, they've got to be headstrong. We've seen it all year long, but they've got to do it, especially tomorrow. Saw it last week, but tomorrow is the next one that matters. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in again. Going to be back on tomorrow night recapping it, win or lose. 
But thanks everyone for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time. Go Flock!